This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. What is going on, guys? This is Rob Carbone coming at you with episode 86 of BD4. Where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis than by tuning into this podcast right here, right now. What do you think? What do you think we're going to talk about tonight? Just take a take a wild gander. It couldn't be, it couldn't possibly be the New York Knickerbockers prioritizing their short-termers and their veterans and their journeymen over their young foundation. It couldn't be that, right? <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> it is. We're, we're what? 60-something games into the season, and we're still talking about the same old shit. And I'm sorry. I apologize for that. You know, it's probably so boring to listen to or to watch my... um podcast or video cast when I do shows on the New York Knicks because it's the same thing every time guys you know we talk on the same shit and um I understand how boring it is not that anybody's listening to this or watching this I don't get anybody to begin with but no but seriously it's you know for those of you who do tune in I, I appreciate that um whether it's friends family or random strangers out there I appreciate it because it's 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 hard being a Knicks fan, man, and you know I think I share the same opinion that that the majority of us, the vast majority of Manhattan, of New York, of Knicks fans all around the world, do. You know I think we're all so frustrated. You know, first of all, losing takes a toll, and we've been losing obviously for years and years and years and decades, really. But just the fact that we're not even losing properly, we're not even losing correctly, rather. You know, it's that. We're rebuilding right now, but we're not technically rebuilding, right? We're quote, and I put quotes around this rebuilding. We're 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 going out there losing games with guys who won't even be a part of this team's future. Um, Damian Dotson, Alonzo Trier, they're in and out of this rotation. Mitchell Robinson doesn't start yet. He doesn't even get the respect to play thirty minutes. Even when he's avoiding foul trouble, they don't play him 30 minutes enough. R.J. Barrett doesn't get the ball time he should. Sure, he's in the starting lineup playing 30 minutes a night, but he's playing alongside Alfred Payton so so much. He's playing with Julius Randle so often, with Bobby Portis. And those three guys, if you're a player who needs the ball or who, who thrives with the ball in his hand like R.J. does, it's going to be hard to get into a rhythm when those three are out there with you. Alfred Payton's out here playing pick and roll, playing patty cake, um, doing his little two-man game with Randall, with Gibson. Uh, Bobby Portis is here hogging the ball on the post 
or chucking up some ill-advised three-point attempt. Julius Randle is hogging the ball in the post or doing his little step-back midi, like thinking he's Carmelo Anthony, 2013. You really, it's hard for R.J. Barrett, and you wonder why at times he's very inefficient, and you wonder why he forces his shot attempts sometimes. Well, he's hardly ever getting the ball properly like he should. They're not optimizing his talents. The Knicks aren't aren't utilizing R.J. Barrett the way they should be. And, you know, it was couple nights ago against the Utah Jazz, R.J. Barrett got in some foul trouble, and he was never really involved in the game, so I get that. I get, you know, against the Jazz, it wasn't technically his fault. But here's the thing. Even when he has his off nights, he still scores in double figures. Like a couple nights ago against Utah, I still think he had, what, 14, 12, 12 or 14 points, something like that? And tonight, off night, he still scored 17 points. That's the thing. If only the Knicks were just competent and, and they realize what what they're doing wrong. He could be so much better than he already is. This is a nineteen year old averaging fourteen points a night. That's not bad. It's not bad at all, guys. But give him the ball. Treat him like a like a James Harden type. You know, put the ball in his hands and let him create. That's who he is. He's a shot creator, a slasher. Guy, a guy who creates for himself and others sometimes. A guy who likes, who thrives with the ball in his hand. Who's very good at attacking the rim and, and putting the ball on the hardwood. And driving and attacking, slashing, cutting. He's good at that stuff. He needs the ball in his hand to do some of this stuff. To create space. But but with Alfred Payton playing patty kick, with Randall Hogg and with Portis Hogg in the ball, it's hard to do that, guys. It's really hard. And the Knicks don't realize this. Um, it's hard. And the other night against the Jazz... Bobby Portis went off for 19 first half points. Randall finished with an efficient 12 out of 21, 32 point night. I didn't give a shit. I didn't even pay attention to the second half because nobody wants to watch that. Nobody wants to watch Bobby Portis hog the ball. He's not going to be here. He's on a one-on-one contract. Um, he, he's already hit his ceiling. We know who he is. Same goes for other guys. Gibson's on the decline. He's 30-something years old. Wayne Allenkin's over 30 years old. He's on the decline. Um... These guys aren't going to be here in two years, maximum. Why are we doing this? Why are we playing these guys so much? And tonight, Damian Dotson, Alonzo Trier didn't get minutes until late in the game when it was already garbage time, practically. It's so frustrating. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. Hey guys, Rob Carbone here. Really quick, I just want to talk to you about Anchor. Anchor is a free podcast hosting site. And I say that again, it's a free podcast hosting site that will distribute your podcast for you to other platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Overcast, and all those websites. But here's the best part. Not only is it free, not only do they share it for you, but they will pay you for recording a podcast. They will pay you. And you can do it from your computer, from your phone. All you have to do is go to the Anchor app and download that or go to their website, which is anchor.fm to begin. It's everything you need. It is so convenient for podcasters like myself. So please, guys, 
Go download the Anchor app or go to their website, anchor.fm, to begin. See you there. first half, I believe R.J. Barrett and Mitchell Robinson shared the floor together, I want to say at max, five minutes. Max. Maximum. Or at least it felt like that. It, it, it certainly wasn't enough. And what really disgusted me is that the Knicks were getting obliterated at the end of the half in the paint. They were torching them. C, uh, CP3 was just creating so much space for Steven Adams and others down there and just throwing lobs and, and outlet passes and just backdoor cuts. And the Knicks were getting eaten up, eaten alive down there in the paint. And Mitchell Robinson, where was he? He was on the bench. He was on the bench. Nothing was wrong with him. He just wasn't out there. Wasn't out there. I don't get it. I don't, there's not much to say. Again, it's really, really hard to to do a show like this when there's when you've already made your point consistently so so much time after time show after show we've been saying the same thing so it's hard to keep touching on it but Jesus Christ your two franchise cornerstones very rarely share the floor together at the beginning of the week I was working on an article about RJ Barrett which I haven't released yet but I was looking on basketball reference and so this was a few games ago then, obviously, but RJ Barrett and Mitchell Robinson have shared the floor together like the 15th most on this Knicks team. The 15th most of the two man tandem, the 15th most minutes. Why? Why? No, and regard, and like, forget, they're, they're, their two man game is excellent. They run pick and roll together so, so well. They're very, very sound together on the court. And they're your two franchise guys. They're the two guys you're certainly building around. They're the guys that you've made untouchable. So why are they very rarely together? And then and the supporting cast of the future, right? The Alonzo Triers of the world. The Damian Dotsons. Where are they in all of this? Why are they in and, in and out of this rotation? Why are we giving them minutes late in the game, if at all, when it doesn't even matter? Why are we treating Bobby Portis like he's the sixth man of the year? Taj Gibson like he's our franchise center? Wayne Ellington like he's the new Damian Dotson? What is this? What is it? These are guys that aren't part of this team's future. The Knicks aren't going to make the playoffs. That's obviously That's a given. They're not going to be 500. They're not even going to be 400. They're a team that's going to be dead last, headed for the lottery for a whatever year in a row. So what's the point in playing veterans who aren't going to be here? Why wouldn't you just try to improve the guys who need to be improved? Develop your foundation here. Kevin Knox, Frank Nilakina, two guys that have taken a lot of criticism from Knicks fans. Well, you know what? If they're going to be on this NBA squad and not down in Westchester playing every day, they should be playing every day here. They should be getting at least 25, 30 minutes a night here. I'm all for sending Knox to the G League or something like that. 
but if he's not going to be sent down there, he, he, it's no good. It doesn't do him any good to just waste away up here and get one, two, sometimes three or four shot attempts a night and be excluded. Damian Dotson is a free agent, I think, at the end of the season. Shit, if I was him, I'd get the hell out of here because, again, the Knicks are not optimizing their their talent here. They're treating these young kids like like they're the veterans on, on short-term deals, and they're treating the veterans like they're a part of this future. It, it, it's Everything is backwards here, and it's so frustrating to watch, guys. Alfred Payton is out here padding his stats, you know, Randall padding his stats just so they can make Mike Miller look good, and now Mike Miller has an excuse to why he's not playing his kids because Randall's averaging 20 and 10, and Payton's out here you know, putting up Rondo-type numbers to make himself look good when we all know it's it's all fake shit. Not involving the entire team. That's why I hate the assist. Bullshit statistics sometimes. And that's why I hate just people who look... Randall is this year's Ennis Cantor. And Alfred Payton is this year's Emmanuel Moutier. That's the way I look at it. <coughs> it's so frigging annoying just to watch this shit. Every other young team, every other young team that's not winning, that's that's rebuilding, is actually rebuilding by playing their kids. You know, the Suns have done it. The Memphis Grizzlies are out there playing kids. They're even pushing for the fucking playoffs. I think they're in the eighth spot right now. The New Orleans Pelicans are doing the proper rebuild process here. The 76ers, when they were losing, they were at least playing their kids. But the New York Knicks, no. Gotta play those vets. Got to play those free agents you signed this summer, this past summer. Got to play them. Don't play the kids. Don't play the guys who are a part of this long-term plan. Play these randoms that won't be here. There, uh, there was a there was a rumor flying around yesterday, and it's and it's been going around the past couple of nights, I guess, um, that the Knicks were interested in trading for Chris Paul this this summer. I don't know, you could take it as it is. I'm not really, I'm not sure how legit it is, but let's just play the game for a little and and talk about it. I would not do that. No. <laughs> it's not something I would I would welcome. I really don't think it's a good idea. I get that he's a good leader and maybe he could help, um, help R.J. Barrett's game and maybe he could help Mitchell Robinson's game and Frank Nielakina as the backup point guard right now. Um, maybe that could help. But I just feel like, you know, first of all, Chris Paul didn't even want to play for the Thunder because they were rebuilding and he didn't want to play for a losing team. They ended up winning, obviously. Now he wants to stay, but that's not going to be the same situation in New York. Why would he want to? Why would he be motivated to play for New York when you're not in that same situation? You're not in the same boat. The Thunder's ceiling right now is 50 wins in a playoff spot. The Knicks' ceiling, if all goes well with Chris Paul, is 400 ball. <laughs> right? It's 35 wins, tops. I don't think he, he'd be motivated to play to play here if he was traded to us. So there's that. There's also that I would just rather stick to the rebuild, stick to the plan here, draft a point guard, develop that point guard, um, and let him get all the minutes he can, and then let Frankie Lakina back him up with all the minutes he can, and not really disrupt disrupt that, install that development with a guy, with a ball-dominant uh, ball Chris Paul. Um and then he's making eighty million over the next two years, something around that. I know he's making forty-four mil next season. 
yeah, we do have the money, and you know, I guess there's that. So you can make a case that the Knicks have the money, and this could also, speaking of money, we can get rid of Randall's contract if we were to trade for somebody like CP3. There's a chance that Julius Randall would probably be involved in this deal. You could get rid of his contract and get him out of here. And again, he, he's we can afford it, I guess, and he's a good leader, and and we have the money, and but I don't know, man. I just feel like it's kind of going to stall the process. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, and there's the age, 35 years old, and there's the injury risk. So I don't know how I feel. I would rather, you know, I'm not 100% against it, but I'm definitely against it. I would just rather pursue other interests here. I would rather the Knicks just pursue somebody else. And and if they were going to spend money like that or, or make a trade like that and get rid of some, I'd rather for I'd rather it be for somebody else who doesn't really. Um, I just I just don't think Chris Paul has a purpose here. I don't see the purpose in it, other than you know being a good leader, being that that Brett Gardner of the club, that veteran clubhouse leader. <laughs> um. But that's that. But like I said, guys, tonight is just... It was frustrating to just consistently have to watch this. And we're yet another game has gone by and nothing's changed. And the Knicks are still not... They're still not sharing the floor and putting the right lineups out there. Having Mitchell Robinson and R.J. Barrett share the floor um, enough as they should. And same with like Frankie Lakina and Kevin Knox. And Frank and Mitch share the floor together. That should be more... We should see that often. Um, we should see more Knox and Barrett together. We should see more of these. You know, we like to mix mix and match a lot with these lineups, but we're doing it with the wrong guys. You know, nobody wants to mix and match Portis and Randall and Gibson and Alfred and and Harkless and Bullock. Nobody gives a shit about that. Nobody wants to see these guys out there. If we're gonna lose, if we're gonna lose every night, do it with the guys who are going to be here. Do it with the guys who are twenty something years old and have not hit their ceiling yet. Guys that we've drafted, guys that we see as a part of this, as this, of this plan. So I don't know if this is Mike Miller. I don't know if it's the front office, but something's got to give. And maybe Leon Rose is trying to be patient here. Doesn't want to do too much, as he just, as you know, since he just came here. But man, oh man, it's got to end. It's got to stop. The Knicks got to stop. Episode eighty-six of BD Four, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Rob Carbone. Signing out, guys. Um, before we leave, I just want to make sure if you guys haven't yet, follow me on Facebook at NY Sports Talk RC, or you could just type in Rob Carbone in the space bar, search bar. Um, follow me on Twitter at NY Sports Talk RC. Follow my Instagram at Rob J Carbone. Follow um, all three of those, and you can also subscribe to BD4 on the many different platforms we have. You can. Subscribe to the video cast, which is on YouTube. You can subscribe to the podcast on Radio Public, on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google, um, and many other platforms as well. And to subscribe to all these platforms and to follow my social media, all you have to do is go to my blog, my website, It's My Opinion, which is located at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Once again, nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com Go there. There's a tab called Outlets. Click on that and it'll have all the stuff you need. All the information on where to reach me, where to subscribe, to follow my social media. All right on the Outlets tab. Just click on that and you're set to go, guys. Guys, thank you so much for stopping by. Again, it's frustrating, so I understand it. 
and I appreciate you know the fellow Knicks fans tuning into the show, man. It's tough to have to keep living through this, where the Knicks just they can't. Even, it's they're the non-rebuilding rebuilders, is what I call them. It's tough, guys. But thank you so much for following along. This has been Rob Carbone doing episode 86 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Knicks gotta stop. They gotta stop. It's gotta end. It's gotta. It's gotta end. Something's gotta give. Guys, thank you so much. I'll see you next time. Ciao. hope you enjoyed the show and if you did be sure to leave a like comment subscribe share and all that fun stuff if you want to follow bd4 on all the different platforms we have all you have to do is go to my website nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com once again that's nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com thank you guys i'll see you next time ciao